Hello and welcome to Good Sex, Bad Sex. It's kind of like good cop, bad cop, but with more handcuff action. My name is Phoebe Lynch. People, rude people, call me a professional prude. And I'm Miranda Kane, and I used to be a sex worker. Coming up... We're going to be chatting to Annabelle Knight, and she's a sex toy expert. She makes her own sex toys. So the thing that I am most known for is being the UK's premier sex and relationship expert. BB, I bet you've never used a sex toy, have you? Why do you say that? <laughs> the professional prude part, that gives it away. I don't know what that's about, alliterative freaks. Um, <laughs> yes, I have, right, and I've got a story. So I had a finger tingler and I took my finger tingler. <laughs> I was moving flat and I packed it away and um, I stored it in my Uncle Mick's garage. And a few months later when I went to get my staff... There was no finger tingler. No. Yeah, I don't know what to do. Someone nicked your sex toy. Why would someone do that? Is that one of them ones where you put it on your finger and then so you can go out your clit? I bet you've got one in right now. I have. No, no. Got my love eggs happening. That's why I'm smiling, mate. <laughs> uh, no, it's uh, sex toys for me. They're quite an important part of the job, really, when you're a sex worker, uh, because it's something that I can use on myself to make sure that I'm getting off. Because for me, a lot of people always say, oh, oh, as a sex worker, did you ever come? And I'm like, fuck yeah, what was the point in doing it if I wasn't supposed to? So uh, for me, I used to use sex toys on myself quite a bit to, to, to help pass the time away. Otherwise, I was just doing my shopping list in my head. But <laughs> otherwise... Sausage, um, salami. Uh, otherwise, the guys, I'd get the guys to use one. Like, I'm quite, I'm quite fond of cock rings. I used to get them to use that. I used to have loads of guys that would like to try anal play. And obviously, as I don't have the equipment for that you myself... You don't have anus. Well, <laughs> do you, Miranda a lot of Kane, people, have an anus? A lot of people not? say that I speak out of it. So, <laughs> what a talented ass! <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> Can I ask you something? Mm. So, when you were using sex toys with the punters, did you call them punters? Uh, well, yeah, I used to call them clients. Clients? Did they feel cheated? Shouldn't it be just about you and them? Didn't ask him because I don't care. care. <laughs> yeah, fuck him. Well, yeah, yes. I did fuck because that was my job. I had a boyfriend once and I had some handcuffs sent to me because what I have to say here, and this is hilarious, I had a sex column in GQ for a year and managed to not have sex the entire year I had the page. <laughs> and um, But as a GQ sex columnist, I was sent some sex toys and I had some handcuffs. So the boy I was with, I took them along to see him with and um, got them out and he was like, oh no, they pinch. Oh no. And it was like, oh. he kind of ruined the mood a bit. Oh, yeah. yeah. But I'd, I I think all that bit sounds quite exciting. Yeah. <laughs> so you're up for the bondage part. Right like a puppy. Yeah. Oh, well, maybe, I'll tell you what, we can ask our guest then. Okay. If she's got any any tips for you as a beginner. Okay. What we can what we can find out and how to make them a little less intimidating yeah. for you. Everyone starts it differently. Everyone finishes it differently. Like, there's no set recipe for sex. Probably at the moment it's quite spontaneous, not planned. Don't slip into a routine. Always try and add some adventure, do something different every week. I don't know if I would be able to take fisting. So what's your journey when you're making sex toys? When someone says to you, tell you what, Annabelle, please make us a sex toy. What do you do? What do you start off with? I kind of start off with what's already out there because that's a great a kind of mirror to see what's popular, what people like and what's selling and what's not. And then I'll look at something, say this might have been a, a smooth dildo to start with, and then I'll think, oh, do you know what? 
as a woman, you kind of like a bit of texture in there. So let's give it a wavy shaft so you've got a little bit more um, in terms of the stimulation. And then we'll go to suppliers. We'll pick colours and materials and functionality and whether it's going to be waterproof or not. They'll make up some samples. We'll get them sent to us and then make notes. I might give some out to friends to see Do what they think. Do you have focus think. groups? Yeah. Uh, well, my friends are my focus group. <laughs> <laughs> They're my guinea pigs. Um, get some feedback and make some changes and then we'll get another lot sent and then we work on the packaging and then that all takes between six months and a year then they'll be ready to go on sale do you think that uh, sex toys have become more female friendly oh absolutely since i started working with love honey there's been a huge change in the way sex toys are presented it's just something as simple as the packaging they used to be in these horrible plastic clamshell packaging yeah. with an insert of like an 80s porn star with her legs spread like groaning in pleasure and when that lands on your doorstep, it's a bit off-putting because it primarily the packaging is aimed at men, but the toy was for a female's yeah. pleasure. So it, the two didn't marry up. And now I think sex toy manufacturers are really understanding that it's not just about the product, it's about how it's presented as well. I remember my first vibrator and it proper tried to look like a proper cock. And it was disgusting. So it was, <laughs> yeah. it was like that pale kind of colour with that. And it had a vein, a yeah. vein. Well, some people love the realistic sex toys. We sell oh. loads of uh, like super hyper Why realistic. do I want it to look realistic when I can have a real one? Because, like that well, for me, I'd well, rather have. The real one isn't available all the time. <laughs> You can get well, clone or willy sorry. sets if your real you one. Get clone or willy sets if your real one isn't available. You can clone your partner's oh my penis. God, this is amazing. My friend used to really like her boyfriend's hand, and she put that in plaster cast. But, but she could have. Oh wow! Yeah. For sex purposes, no, or just for for it's not all about sex, Annabelle. <laughs> I'm no, sorry. she had it up Mind out so the gutter. She held the remote control in it. No, she didn't. She had it. <laughs> not for sexual reasons, but what a great idea! Yeah, well, so, so will have done that. So they take their winky. To so a... there's like a plastic tube, and it comes with a silicon mix. Yeah. And what you do is you cut the tube to fit your body like at an angle, and then you fill it with this mix that you make and then you get an erection plunge your penis in there and leave it for a little while and then um <laughs> and then you pull that out and then you pour in the silicon mix and that sets oh my god what an exact to replica oh. and it comes with a lady finger vibrator that you push in so you can turn your partner's penis into a vibrator oh i love making them it's like adult blue peter it's great fun <laughs> oh. uh, you end up with a blue badge at the end yeah absolutely it sounds lovely um, <laughs> <laughs> How do you, when you were saying earlier that um, men have a problem with them, if someone wanted to kind of ease sex toys into their sex life, so to speak, yeah. how would they do that? Well, I think having uh, good levels of communication to start with is an absolute must because if you don't talk to your partner about the little things, you can't talk to them about the big things. So, By great which you mean that big purple... Penises, yeah. yeah. Um, so good levels of c communication to start with. And if... You really can't talk to your partner. I, I recommend the my friend line. So talking about a fictional friend who perhaps has told you something that you thought was interesting just to gauge their reaction. It's all about baby steps. So if your partner is so appalled by your friend, then, you know, maybe <laughs> rethink, go back to the drawing board. But if that sparks a bit of interest, then you can just see how the conversation goes. Shopping together is is a really good idea as well. There's so many good websites. I think with the stigma not 
being quite so intense now. People aren't so prudish necessarily about sex toy shopping on the high street, but a lot of people are. So mm. that's why online is so good. And there's discreet packaging now. So it literally just comes to you in a brown box. The only person that knows what's in it is you and the person that packed the box. What about sex toys for men? Oh, there's a huge amount of sex toys for men. Their male masturbation sleeves are so popular they come in all sorts of shapes and sizes now but <laughs> the fleshlight is probably the it's the most the well known you, yeah the, the best um, known out of all of them and describe that for listeners that wouldn't have had the pleasure so okay that. close your eyes and imagine a a large plastic torch <laughs> but instead of a light at the end of it it's got a lid so you wouldn't screw that lid on your large plastic torch and inside you are presented with a realistic vagina mouth or anus cast from super supple silicon which is the industry term mm. and inside you can penetrate it it's got i think six or eight inches of penetrative uh, length so will fit most men and inside you can either have a smooth canal or they can they come in different textures or with different chambers um, to give you like a vaginal feeling anal feeling or an oral feeling um, and the idea is you just whack a bit of lube in there and do you think men name them well, a lot of them are cast from porn stars, so they have their own names. Oh, wow. Alexis Texas is my personal <gasps> favourite. Oh, wow. <laughs> and again, it's the same thing, though. Like, we, we should be saying to women, if a girl sees a fleshlight in her boyfriend's or a partner's drawer or something... And it's not a mark it's, on your it's performance not a mark on or you, you or your yeah. relationship. It's just... It's, it's variety, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Do you think it's increasing with couples? I think um, more and more couples are open to the idea of using sex toys, not just for solo pleasure, but within, you know, the mm. mutual sexual grounds. I would like to see more couples doing it because I, I think that the, the number's on the rise, but it's still a, a small percentage in comparison to how many couples aren't making the most of what's available out there. And I do think... The term trisexual is just a fantastic thing. Just yeah. try it. If you don't like it, it's 15, 20 quid. But most people will. You don't have to use them all the time. Just now and then. You know, you, fa you fancy a bit of icing on your cake, then open yeah. your little drawer and take out one of your toys. Oh, that got yeah. a bit Mary Berry. That's, that's thrown it did. me a bit. Oh, did it? <laughs> yeah, Sorry. A bit. We'll, we'll, uh, she's we'll, not, she's we'll separate yeah, sex take, food. Take that away. So let's have a look at the sex toys. Um, so you make sex toys. That's the sound of a battery. That is. <laughs> <me>. <laughs> We've been having a bit of fun with the batteries this morning. Um, so you make sex toys and you've got a range out with Love Honey, is it? Yes. Or? Love Honey are a fantastic online retailer of all things adult and as I started doing more things in the media like the TV stuff and radio we thought it would be a, a great opportunity to have a range of sex toys as well and that had always been a dream of mine but I don't think I'd quite got the profile to to warrant them yeah. um, investing in the sex toys so we had um, just two toys to start with this the the um, wow, Classic Vibrator is one of the only original members <laughs> of the band. Um, and it's purple. It's yes. purple and it's knobbly. Yeah. And nice silver base. It's got a wavy shaft and it's, it's super, super shaft. powerful. So it's fantastic for um, intense internal stimulation. And that's the larger of the vibrators. And the smaller one is called the Wowee and it's kind of the <laughs> little sister of the Aww. Wow. Um, and that's perfect for shallow stimulation, shallow penetration and external pleasure. Annabelle, here's the little baby that I carry with me. I'm uh, almost five foot two and this is pretty much about my the height. Same size as you. Um, what is that, please? So this is um, one of the classic magic wands. It was made famous by Hitachi and it was actually developed for knotted muscles in your back and shoulders. <laughs>
shoulders. Women were buying them in droves, not for their back and shoulders. Oh, <laughs> so it's actually an external toy. So not none of that penetrates you. It's God. entirely for the your outer nether regions. It is extremely powerful. They are mains powered, so they're really, really powerful. So if anyone is going to buy a magic wand that you plug in, I would massively recommend using it on the outside of your underwear first to get used to the sensations because a lot of people just dive straight in there and they can have a numbing effect on your clitoris. And if you're trying to orgasm, you can't do it with a numb clit. I feel like I'm 12. I mean, anything that's powered by the national grid. Well, you've got to, you've got to applaud is, that. Is, I mean, just to give you a sort of di different description, it looks exactly like the microphones that we're using. Yeah, it does a little bit. It is about, about 12, 15 yeah. inches yeah. with a massive sort it's of... It's like That's a seven-inch circumference oh. flexible silicon head. So you actually can... I have used those in the studio on my shoulders when yeah. I've had, like, a bad back and stuff. I'm going to use it on and my They I'm are brilliant. They are really really good yeah. um, tell us about Victor I interrupted oh so the scariest uh, sex toy I think I've ever seen any of the giant anal toys sure. yeah. um, you had me at giant anal do, do, do they do uh, strike fear into my heart because they are for such experienced users um, <laughs> experienced they, is a nice way of putting it yes. isn't it it's <laughs> when pros. you swallow the stool at the bar <laughs> yeah why. it's just huge and uh, and when I say it's huge, people have a certain size in their head, but I'm talking huge, 12 inches around. It's what? it's massive. Like a dinner yeah. plate. Yeah, I mean, people can get some crazy things up there. Yeah. It takes a lot of stretching. Or a lot of practice. <laughs> and a couple of bottles of poppers, oh, but you can get there. Please you get let's there. go back to Brexit. I'm nauseous. Um, for me personally, like, I've used sex toys on myself when I've been with a partner, mm -hmm. but I've also encouraged guys to use stuff like cock rings. Cock rings are my number one toy for couples. They are I brilliant. They are can't brilliant. praise them enough, and I'm actually adding one to my range. What's the benefit of a cock ring? Okay, Apart so the um, blitzy they come in <laughs> two different types. You've got the static cock ring, and you've got the vibrating cock ring. For couples, I would always say use a vibrating cock ring, mm. just because then both partners are getting uh, a little bit more from it so a cock ring is essentially most of them are stretchy you stretch the cock ring over and around the penis right down to the base and the erect penis it's very important and what that does is stop the blood from leaving the shaft the mm. chambers within the shaft so you maintain a longer lasting harder erection because the blood has nowhere to go it's a gentle constriction but it is firm enough to to keep your erection nice and powerful and strong so that's great for him most men report feeling uh, more intense feelings before they climax and having a more intense orgasm as well. So i not having a penis. I can't vouch that that's 100% <laughs> correct, but most men tell me that. And for her, the vibrating parts nestles nicely against the clitoris. So it's impossible for a man pretty much to stimulate a woman internally and externally at the same time. And considering women benefit massively from long-term continual stimulation of their hotspots, mm. it's really hard for a guy to make a woman climax through penetrative sex on it on its own. So that's why the vibrations snugly fitting against the clitoris really help, and it really increases your chances of having a, a climax together. When I first tried a cock ring, it was with yeah. a guy who said, oh, I like to use cock rings, but he would put the bullet on the balls... So that's a selfish, selfish lover, selfish man. And now that's I know. Some, now now I know. Perineum stimulation. And then I, I know. I was like, well, that's you know, that's nice, but I don't know what all the fuss is about. And then, if he's listening to this, 
He um, is. Get because he's my a boyfriend. Double <laughs> cock ring. You can get double cock rings that have a, a testicle loop as well, and they have two vibrating parts: one for him oh, and one for her. So that's lovely. Yeah, um, sharing is caring. Any, yeah. Um, sex toy horror stories. I'm I'm just picturing. Any of us? Any of us have ever worked in any? Um, <laughs> I know. That's... Yes. So I've got two. Oh, brilliant. Uh, one actually, it's not really a horror story. Someone put an iPhone in the <gasps> anus. <laughs> Oh. Hands free. Hands free. Yeah, whole new meaning. Uh, the craziest story I think I've ever heard is a lady was using glow-in-the-dark novelty cock rings as mood lighting and she <laughs> fell and broke her ankle and tried to take the manufacturer to court. Oh. <laughs> I was just like, what, what did you think was going to happen? And how many did you have? And were they suspended? This or did you brilliant. put them around door handles? As well. What's the warranty? I mean, who's going to ring up a customer service, a sex toy customer service helpline? I bloody will, tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> I want free a day, mate. Come on. <laughs> how do you clean them? Oh, so you can get specialist sex toy cleaner. Um, just give them a spritz with that and then wipe them with a clean, damp cloth. You, you've got to check to see whether they're waterproof or not. If they're not waterproof, clean damp cloth. If they are, you can just wash them in the sink. A lot of sex toys are dishwasher proof. I don't know whether that puts people off or is a plus point, but you can stick them in the dishwasher. Um, <laughs> but I would say get some sex toy cleaner because it's all, you know, specially formulated. It's hypoallergenic and it's really good for just making sure they, they stay squeaky clean. So no nasty transference of germs for you. I was going to say, can I ask this, the OCD question? Is, are they dangerous sexual health-wise? No. If you care for them properly, they are absolutely not dangerous for you in any way. And I would say it's really important to store them separately. Not many people know that you should store sex toys separately. They think you can just stick them in a drawer and they're fine. The different materials react with each other. Um, if, For example, if you were to put this next to a pure silicon toy with a metal toy and then an ABS plastic toy, you'd get a whole set of reactions going off and your silicon toys, the high-quality ones that you want to last a lifetime or a really long time, would start to melt. Fuck And me. you also Why get colour transference no, as well. we are in the middle of a podcast. That That's <laughs> like onions and bananas, isn't it? <gasps> yeah, I'll put your bananas you next that. to you. And it's um, apples. Yeah. It's just the banana. Yeah, no so you've got sex toys. So what? So what is it? You've got run well. There's part. tons of different materials that sex toys can be made from. They're all body safe, so yeah. they're, they're fine to use with yourself, but they're not safe to use or to touch each other. Oh, and God. silicon toys always get. The, the kind of worst deal out of it because the plastic toys will react and it depends what's in the plastic and what's in the rubber. So yeah, you don't you don't want your silicone okay. toys. It's so complicated. Rubber that toys is, as even well. the toys are revolting. That is that's so interesting though. Yeah, that's, but it's really easy. I mean, yeah, it doesn't have to cost you a fortune. Odd socks are great. Just slip them in there. They don't so they don't touch. Or you can get satin storage bags. Or you can get proper ziplock cases if you're worried about anyone finding them. <laughs> <laughs> or a little a little um, safe behind yeah. your favourite painting. <laughs> Um, I'd love to have a proper case, you know, like those chrome cases with the proper padding in, and it's like, here's my bad boy. It's like Open Raiders it of Lost Ark. That's what's in it. Yeah. Yeah, it yeah it's like it. a little glow on your face comes up. What's the future of sex toys? Where are they going? Oh, um, robotic sex is... Like there's documentaries being made about it now, but that's above and beyond the solo person's sex toy. It's like the the yeah. best you can get, I guess. The guys as well they're making now. If you've got a spare fifteen grand, you can buy. Yourself. Well, I have, but you know, <laughs> do you know why I wouldn't do it? What? As my friend Sam says, I'd get not you, producer Sam, another Sam. I'd get emotionally attached to a lump of wood if I slept with it long enough. <laughs> so I would actually fall in love. But Some people with do. My robot. They use it as a. We had a review on uh, Love Honey sell these. They're called Teddy Babes and they're essentially plush life-size women. 
and they're used for a variety of different things. But older gentleman bought one because he couldn't, his wife had recently passed away and he couldn't get used to sleeping in the bed on his own. And I read it and cried my eyes out, broke my heart. But I did think, oh, at least there's something there to help him. You should have offered to snuggle up with him. Uh, No, you shouldn't. No, 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 not without being heavily compensated. (laughs) (laughs) But, But it all seems like really gendered towards men, like the whole AI sex thing, everything that I've read about it, everything that I've seen about it, you know, all these guys going, oh, if you have sex with a robot and it all seems to be that the girls are robots and i'm like well i want to have a, a you know i, I want, want robot to have a guy yeah but i want a guy but it's like i don't know you just sort of imagine it to be on hydraulics going up and down i think that's what the issue is i think the from <laughs> they the robotics yeah, the robotic they miss they skip leg day yeah. um, <laughs> from the robot sex stance a, a lot of the people in it are male so yeah. it's men making sex toys for men yes yeah. um there are male sex dolls coming out and out they're extremely expensive and it's that that you know that question of there's no movement so yeah. for in sex if a woman wanted to lay completely still during sex she could yeah. and the guy could still have a great time which is my sex life to a t yeah it's the path i choose to tread yeah um <laughs> lazy <laughs> um <laughs> but for you know a woman with a male sex doll you have to do all of the work I think some men like the idea of having a vulnerable counterpart that yeah. is a bit helpless, whereas women that does. I mean, it'd be great if that could happen, but they. they I want they don't Robocop. Move yet. I yeah, want Robocop. Exactly. I want him lifting me up, banging sex, me against the office door. Will you stop talking? No. About <laughs> I want someone to be out there and be inspired and go. I'm going to make her a I'm Robocop. I'm going to buy your next boyfriend some tin foil. He's <laughs> just going to wrap himself around it. No um, more Dorothy Wizard of Oz. <laughs> The sex toys, like you just say, the um, the, the kind of AI side of it, it's it's men for men. Sex toys used to be, so that's why you know the, the dildos were these huge five foot yeah. ones that a would group of men sat around the table going, "What do women want?" Yeah. I know a giant cock. Yeah. They're on the table, yeah. on a, one three times the size of that. But when porn, when they started to make porn for women, they missed the points. <laughs> they missed the spot sometimes because they made it kind of quite romantic with a real storyline and nice lighting, and, and a lot of women don't want that. No. So is is there that line with sex toys? You don't want to make it too feminine because you don't want to go down that cliche of making what you think women want. Yeah, I think there's, you know, there's a fine line. And I think variety is the answer when it comes to sex toys or porn or anything to do with sex. I don't think, you know, sex isn't a one size fits all. It's not like we'll make this type of porn and everyone will like it or we'll make this sex toy and everyone will like it. You've got to mix things up a bit. Look, market research is really important. I know it might be difficult in, in the world of porn because... You know, it's not like Pornhub are going to say, right, girls, please vote as to what you what you would like to see. A lot of women will just scroll past that poll and not not have Mm. that input. But please do, ladies, because, you know, the only way we're going to get what we want is by, you know, making it obvious. Just to finish off, can you give us like a a little roundup of top five tips for sex toys going from like beginners to the more advanced? Okay, so for beginners, I think a petite bullet vibrator is probably what you want to invest in they're about two inches long they either come with a rounder tip or a tapered tip depending on whether you like pinpoint precise stimulation uh they're so cheap you can get one of each and experiment you can get single speed ones or ones with buzzers and patterns and all sorts um but like i said they're really inexpensive so you can you can afford to get a couple and see what it is you like they're non-intimidating you can they're travel friendly you can stick them in your handbag and that's perfect Mm -hmm. um 
another beginner toy. I, do you know what? I'm not going to say a toy. I'm going to say lubricant because Ooh. lube is, it gets such a She's bad rap. Yeah, it's very good. <laughs> and I don't even have a list in front of me. <laughs> very good. Um, lube gets such a bad rap and it's so bloody good. It makes sex completely frictionless, which is brilliant. You know, you can go for hours with a little bit of lube. Yeah. A little goes a really long way. You can get them specially formulated depending on, you know, oral, anal, vaginal sex. You can have take, take your pick. And if you pop a bit on your toy and a bit on you, then you don't get any of that discomfort through prolonged use. So like I said, you can last a lot longer if you want. If not, the key is just wetter is better. Brilliant. Um, intermediate sex oh, that's toys. Good. Do you know, anything from my collection, it's designed, and that's not a plug. It, just, <laughs> it sounded like a plug. It's not. It's to give you an idea of the type of toys that you should be aiming at. So they're they're designed for the average woman, the everyday kind of woman. There's nothing incredibly outstanding about them, so you don't need any specific experience. Um, and they're, you know, they're pretty, they're affordable, and they're designed for everyday women. So mid-sized vibrators is what I'm going with on that one. Mm -hmm. Advanced sex toy users. Well, it depends what, whether, with the term advanced, whether we're talking about um, has a lot of sex toys or likes very niche stimulation. Right. So if we're going for anal, anal sex, it's really important to train your anus. <laughs> <laughs> I've never said that before. I know. To, to get to that pro level of anal playing, you have to train your anus. <laughs> yeah, it's sure. a marathon, not a race. Sure. Ex exactly. Um, and what I mean by that is a lot of people will see anal toys and be immediately put off. But the anus actually has thousands of pleasurable nerve endings in it. So if stimulated in the right way, it, along with you know regular sex and clitoral stimulation, it can be absolutely mind-blowing. For but women as well as men. For women as well as men. men. Yes. Now, we, don't, we don't have a P-spot, but we do have a little cluster of nerves that is kind of an echo of it. So some women will probably have a more pronounced cluster than others. Some may not have one at all. But, you know, we still do have pleasurable nerve endings there. So... A lot of women will look at anal toys and just be like, oh, no, that is not going up there. Absolutely not. But the anus is also quite stretchy. So the idea is you don't start off midway through. You take baby steps. So petite butt plugs, you can get anal training sets, um, small, <laughs> medium, large, work your way up, get used to it, get used to those sensations. Um, again, lubricant, the anus isn't self-lubricating. A bit of spit will not do it. So, oh my god! The amount of times I hear people go, "Oh, I don't, I don't use lube." He just spits on me. Oh. It's absorbed because it's water-based. Your spit, it, it's so quickly absorbed that it's neither use nor ornament. For for the sake of a tenner, get yourself some lube. <laughs> Not butter. No. Oh, I <laughs> no, did hear no. the other day that people think Coca-Cola. Um, <gasps> Why? Can work. Why oh. would they think that? I, I don't know. We, I did a sex myths vlog. Uh, for Love Honey with uh, an amazing vlogger. No one vlogger. thinks that. People do. People. People. Oh. They, butter. Can, you can use butter, olive oil. Can you use that as lube? No, don't. No. Sex and food, just unless it's like strawberries dipped in chocolate or something along those lines, don't mix And even toast. that's a waste yeah. of chocolate, let's be honest. <laughs> Um, is there an anal sex finishing kit? <laughs> a cork um, and a bandage. I guess, yeah. Um, probably an anal douche if we're, if we're going to go down really? that uh, route. Yeah, I would recommend if you are um, going to do some anal sex, get a douche. 
and just keep it clean. It's really important because, again, that transference of germs, people don't think about it. Never go from the bum to the vagina or from the bum to your mouth. That is just... I know it, it features in porn quite heavily. Oh, but You've got to remember, those porn films, they are edited, they are films, they're entertainment. They are not, a, you know, an accurate reflection on real life. And I doubt very heavily whether any any woman has let something that's gone from her bum yeah. to her mouth. Someone asked me that once. They said, do you Someone do... Someone asked you that Yeah, once. they said, a do you do ATM. A to, a to M, ATM? ATM. And I was like, I use an ATM to get my tennis out. That's... <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, but... Um, and another thing, I'm just going to... I'm going to finish on a little tip that I learned oh, from a friend on. of mine who oh. was, who's a nurse. Uh, and she said, always remember that the colon doesn't have a stop. So anything that goes in there is going to... Has to come out. It has to come out. Like, oh, don't don't just leave it in there because it will just keep going and going. That's and why you should only use toys with a flared base. That's, uh, that's the thing you need to look for on the product description. If it doesn't have a flared base, it can and it will get lost inside you. Yeah. So, you know, if unless it's got a removal cord or a flared base or is specifically designed for anal play, don't put it it's a shame yeah. we haven't got webcam here because my little face is telling <laughs> quite a story right now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you, Annabelle. You I feel like we really shouldn't good. finish on the anus. <laughs> oh, always end on the arse. Thanks very much to Annabelle Knight and you can check out what she's up to online. She's under Miss Bell Knight on Twitter. So what did you learn from Annabelle then? So much. I learned that sex is very complicated. I can't even believe that toys that are supposed to make sex easier, i.e. non-emotional, no, none of that bullshit relationship crap, even they can't be stored together. Even there's rules around toys. <laughs> it's very complicated, isn't it? Yeah, what that you, was really interesting. I bet you learnt nothing. I learnt, well, I learnt about, like, the storage thing, but otherwise, <laughs> nah, mate, I'm a pro. I've got that all sorted. <laughs> Tweet Annabelle later and give her some little life lessons. I will tell, do. Her, tell her, tell her what she should do. Can I, can I tell you my story? Can I tell you my quick story, though, on, just quickly? Quick. So, uh, speaking of things up bums. Oh, um, hang on, let me prepare for this. Okay, I was listening to a story the other day where someone was in A and E, and they said they found a remote control up someone's ass, and he said, because it was a he, surprise, and he said, "Oh, I just slipped and fell. I slipped and fell on it." And the doctor was like, "Well, why is it wrapped up in a condom then?" Oh. So, A and E, they know what you're up to. They've seen it all. Before. What channel was he watching? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think he cared. Get the, the follow-up question in love. That's what you always have to do. My name is BB Lynn. And my name is Miranda Kane. Good Sex, Bad Sex was produced by Sam Bonham. We're hitting this podcast stuff so hard, so we'll be coming at you every week from here on in. And we will see you next week, my lovers. <laughs> <laughs>